going to call him out. I'm going to challenge him. This guy right here. I think you know who I'm talking about. Jimmy Graham, can you please show up this week? They cannot be a second half team against the Chiefs because you ain't going to make it, bro. It's just simple. I feel like in anybody, for all the teams that are playing, you can't, don't, don't wait till second half, bro. Welcome back, everybody, to the Call You and Claire CNC Sports Show NFL Playoff Edition. I am your host, Stacey Carter II. And I'm the co host, the fierce, <laughs> phenomenal, spectacular Natasha Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was going to have something in the bag for that. I knew it. I, knew it. <laughs> I like the intro. I like it. I'm trying. I use phenomenal twice, but that means I'm extra phen- phenomenal. This is, like I said, our NFL playoff edition. We are now in a divisional round. We had a great wild card round. What was your biggest takeaway from the wild card? Everything was close. Everything was ugly. Every game was ugly. There was no blowouts. Um, we had, what, two overtime games? The two or three? I'm going to say three overtime games, actually, right? Three overtime games. Um, What are my biggest takeaways? First of all, Josh Allen, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, he the Bills did not even deserve that game, Stacey. I mean, just based off, off of his play alone, like, he just – he can't throw. He's exposed. That boy can't throw. That boy needs some time. Uh, he needs some reps. I hope he'll be throwing somewhere right now because that was terrible. So that's what I, I did. I did get from there, right? Um, Patriots is out, so let's mm-hmm. let us all re- let us all rejoice, okay? I hope everyone tag, text, Facebook status, everything, all their Patriots fan friends that are fans, and told them that that is done, okay? Um, Derek Henry, Henry can run oh, a yeah. damn ball. That boy can run the goddamn ball. He did not get the NFL. Yeah. He had 202 uh, all-purpose yards. He he can run the ball, okay? What else did we learn? The Saints are not coming marching in. The Saints are done. <laughs> okay? The Saints are done. The Saints, we did, I, I know we didn't expect that. We was watching that game. Like, we didn't expect them to lose at all. Um... But that's what happens with these overtime, with these overtime rules, right? You know, you get the first. That's why you want the ball first, so you can have the opportunity to to score, and not even a field goal to score a touchdown, right? Um, and what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What other game? I was saying. Seattle oh, see, and, uh, Seattle. And, yeah. Um, Carson Wentz is hurt again. That's unfortunate. I mean, it was a terrible. It was a bad hit by Jadavion Clowney. I'm just saying he better not try that next week with my my quarterback because I'm coming out there guns blazing. You understand? Oh, Jadavion. It was all great. It was all great content, great sports. Um, and that's what the that's what the wild the wild card round looks like. You know what I mean? That's that's how it's supposed to be. Everything was ugly. Everybody was playing for to survive and move in advance. But not everyone can survive an event. What, what are your thoughts? How you feel about it last week? Although we talked about last week, but how you feel about it? <laughs> well, first of all, I, I liked every game. I liked every game. Well, the only game that was a head, like like a head scratching to me was uh, uh, Seattle and Philly. It was just an ugly game. 
And yeah. unfortunately, Philly, the injury bug came back and bit him once again. This time it was fatal, especially with Carson Wentz. I, I just feel bad for Carson Wentz. He finally entered yeah. the playoffs healthy, and here we go. He he go out for a, a concussion. So I, I feel bad for Carson Wentz and the Eagles. And the Eagles, they they earn they really earn my respect. Like they play hard. They play with heart. Yeah, they and did. That's what you want to see. That's what you right. want to see. I, I appreciate that. And um. All right, so I went three out of four on my picks last week, and I, I gotta call, and, and, and I gotta call them out because they kept me from a perfect record. Saints, what happened? What happened? What happened? Freeze! Somebody tell me what happened. Oh man, they kept me from a perfect record. Yeah, they did. I, I will say this, like just from t- just from touching on that game though. Um, that was a very crucial fumble that that uh, Drew Brees had in that fourth quarter. That that was it was too much. It was well, like I don't know, like four or five minutes top, four or five minutes left on the clock, and he fumbled. Bruh. Bruh. You can't be doing that. That's a playoff game. You guys in the regular season don't do that now. They supposed to have a thirteen and three season. Well, you know what? I can't even talk because I got a thirteen and three season. Too. My job. <laughs> All right, so I'm just saying, but that 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 was ridiculous. But you could have yeah. been, yeah, I could have been, uh, could have been perfect, but it was also ugly at first with that Bills and Texans game. The Bills just don't know. What yeah, oh yeah, my heart was racing. I thought, damn, I'm about to lose the game off, like right off the bat. But hey, Deshaun Watson, my dude, pulled through. Yes, yes, he did. What was, his, what was his quote? He said, someone had to be great. If, why not me? I like that. I, I like that. that. I like that. Let's see that first well for him in the divisional round in which we're going to get into. Like last week, there are going to be four games, and we're going to talk about all the games in order in which they are played, and we're going to bring the keys, what to watch for, predictions, extra questions, et cetera, et cetera. So we got to start with Saturday's action with features, both number one seeds. We're going to start with the Minnesota Vikings going against the San Francisco 49ers. All right. So this is what I'm going to be looking for. As far as the 49ers, my eyes going to be on Jimmy Garoppolo. This is his first action in the playoffs. He's been to the playoffs before, but as a back of the Tom Brady, of course. But right now, he's in the spotlight. He has the number one team in the NFC on his back. Can he come through for them? Can he come through for them? And also, the defense, can they stay on point? That defense was tough this year, like tough. Put hell Joe Packers to eight points, hell my Rams down. Can they do that in the playoffs, which is a whole different beast? And they going up against a Minnesota Vikings team who has momentum on their side after upsetting the New Orleans Saints. And speaking of the Vikings, what I'm going to be looking for, the wide receivers, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. Are they going to make big plays? Are they going to help out Kirk Cousins? Stephon Diggs had a key catch in the game versus the Saints, and Adam Adam Thielen came through in the clutch oh, for, yeah. for the Vikings. Came through in the clutch, helped out uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. Also, Kyle Rudolph, can he continue to be that big target in the red zone as well? And also, I'm going to be looking for the Minnesota Vikings DBs. Can they step up? Can they play better? Because they've been back and forth inconsistent especially uh, their cornerback, Xavier Rose, who, like, a year or two ago, he was considered a lead corner, and he kind of took a tumble this year. So that's what I'm going to be looking for, wide receivers for the Vikings and defensive backs. 
And for the 49ers, can Jimmy G step up to the pressure? I think that for me, um, in this particular matchup, the 49ers versus the Vikings, I think the main thing is the D-line for the 49ers. You mentioned that they were pretty tough. Are they going to keep up? I don't see why they would stop. I mean, they've been resting. They've been seeing what's going on, surveying the field. You know what I'm saying? They see the next opponent, the Vikings. Um, I, that's a, that is a big thing. And I, and I don't think they're going to lose a step at all. That's the mm. scary part. Um, Jimmy G, yes, the, the the focus or the spotlight rather is definitely on Jimmy G to see how he will fare as a quarterback in the playoffs as a number one seed. Um, I'm interested to see how his production fares throughout this game. Um well, his and how his O-line matches up against the D-line of the Vikings. Um, you know his tight ends are gonna be are gonna be continue to be the tar- key targets. Mm-hmm. Kittle's playing. Um who else you got? I, I don't remember the other gentleman, but Kittle's a, a key target. I wish I had a tight end like that on my team, Jimmy Graham. Um, but that, that's that, right? So then on the opposite side of the ball, or on other on the other team for the Vikings, um, good for them, first of all, for you know getting past the Saints on the road, you know, and now they're gonna, now their their prize is is the 49ers. That D line is scary, so so they're gonna come at and they're gonna come and attack uh, um, Kirk Cousins. Now in the last game, Kirk Cousins was you know he showed hard, he was a leader, he had some clutch plays where he came up. Hence why they won that game. All right, the 49ers defense is a different beast. Mm-hmm. So I'm and, and because everyone gave him a lot of accolades for coming up, coming up clutch. How is he gonna fare against that beastie D line? Okay, Bosa is not a game. Not Bosa, Bosa himself, he wasn't you know one of the top picks of the previous draft for no reason. You know what I'm saying? He ain't sit out um, Ohio State for no reason. And he proved it his whole entire year. So um, I'm looking to see how how Kirk Cousins will will react to this pressure. Right? I want to see. I also want to see how uh, Dalvin Cook is gonna react against this defense because Dalvin Cook was fresh. Right? He was out. You know due to um, injury, and now he's back. He should have four weeks worth of energy ready to go, or maybe three weeks. It might be a little depleted from last week's game. Thielen mm-hmm. um, came up came up clutch as well. I'm ready to see how, how they fare. And then the D-line for the Vikings needs to definitely battle and try, try to win that battle against the against the O-line of the, of the 49ers. Um, those are what I'm looking for in this game. I would like the Vikings to beat the 49ers, right? I've seen the the Vikings twice this year already. But um, you know, I hope, hope and pray, but I'm still gonna take the 49ers. <laughs> I'm gonna take the 49ers, huh? Gonna yeah, I'm gonna take the 49ers. All right. Just like last week when I said the the Bills and the Texans was the toughest game to pick for me. This right here is the toughest game to pick for me. Because of course the 49ers, they defense, you can't deny that defense. And Jimmy G is cool. Not at all. And Jimmy G is cool under pressure. But the Vikings, they a good team. And they have momentum on their side. And they actually can match up with the 49ers very well. It was a tough pick for me. But I'm giving a slight edge to the 49ers. I'm giving a slight edge to them. They got history on the line. They they back to a relevance. Um, um, Quick, too. They, hmm? Quickly too. They're back to yes, yes. very, very quick, very quick. And they're they're the defensive backfield for the 49ers. I trust them more than the Vikings. You know, Richard Sherman, he's gonna you're gonna take on either Thielen or Diggs, probably Diggs, but he might go on Thielen too, given what the Adam D 
Thielen did last week. So I'm going to take the 49ers slightly, slightly, but I would not be surprised if the Vikings win this game. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like if we win for the Vikings in this, I think that might be bad picks. Not, not terrible picks. Just not probably just not the smartest idea considering the trajectory of the of the uh, 49ers. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Matchup number two that day, Saturday. Titans going against the Ravens. You know, Titans coming off that upset against the New England Patriots, put them down. All right, so for the Titans, this is what I'm going to be looking for. Derrick Henry, can he continue this rushing pace? Can he do this, do that against the Ravens defense? Who in the playoffs, the Ravens defense are a problem. They're a nightmare. So can he, can he step up? Can he continue to rush at the pace he's been rushing at? Also, I'm going to be looking for the defense of the Tennessee Titans. Guess who go, Who guess who they going up against? Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson is probably the NFL's MVP. What they're going to do to neutralize him? Are they going to put an eight in the box? Are they going to blitz, change up the blitz from here to there? What exactly they're going to do? What you got to do is you got to eliminate the play action and the run pass option, the RPO, away from the the, the Baltimore Ravens. So once Lamar Jackson gets out that pocket and he makes a play, your defense is breaking down, and I don't think you can come back with it. So they have to neutralize him, make him throw the ball more, make him stand in the pocket, get pressure on him, hit him, hit him, hit him. That's what they have to do. As far as the Ravens, as far as the Ravens, I'm going to be looking at Lamar Jackson. He is the MVP most likely. This is his next go-around in the playoffs. Last year, he did not do so well. He did not do so well. He erased that memory this year with his fantastic play, but he has to get it done. He has to get it done. All the pressure falls on him, and I think he can handle that pressure, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult for him this time around because Mark Ingram is hurt. Mark Ingram is hurt. His uh, security blanket in the backfield. Mm. So... With the playoff, with the play action, might be a little dicey for him. Can he stand in that pocket and throw and use his talents and hit Hollywood Brown and Mark Mark Andrews, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what I'm gonna be looking for with these two. Um, yeah, this, this should be a good game, right, or a decent game. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I hope not. Um, so the defense for the Titans gonna have to throw everything at at Lamar Jackson, right, because. He's just a versatile, versatile player. He's been try, he's been throwing, he's been passing the ball, right? He's also been running and doing his own running. Like how many yards he, he reached a thousand yards, something like that, rushing yards this year alone. Mm-hmm. So so there's a lot of there's a lot of work. I'm sure the Titans are doing doing their uh, their due diligence in the in the time that they have. Um, as far as the 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 Ravens are concerned, um, I think the Ravens should. Should be able to contain Derrick Henry, right? Um, I, I I trust in them. I believe that that the Ravens will just take over. I, I don't have a lot of commentary on this because I ain't worried about them right now. Um, <laughs> but I still I'm still gonna take the Ravens on that. But, but I do want to see how he fares. He meaning Lamar Jackson. How do you fare with all this pressure? You know, yes, he's probably gonna be the regular season and um, NFL MVP, right? 
he's what in his second year in the league, the second taste of the playoff. Now he's like the top seed. They top dog. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot expected out of Adam. Can he handle that pressure? Please, I'm sure he's not gonna fizzle out like damn Josh Allen. Um, but we just hope that this accuracy stays stays on point. He doesn't get too too bothered. But to see how um the head coach of the Titans, uh, his name Varble, is it Varble? Mike Mike Vrabel. Mike Vabel. See how Vabel, he's a he's a player. He's a former player of Bill Belichick, right? So so he, and he saw in last week's game, he used some of the those tactics from being a player of uh, Bill Belichick as as a coach in that game. So I hope he uses what he's learned again and apply it to this game wherever he see fit. But I'm taking the Ravens with this one. Mm, taking the Ravens, huh? Let's see who I'm yeah. taking. Again, this again for me, this was a tough pick, but not as tough as the first game. At the end of the day, I'm going to roll with the Ravens too, just because they're the more talented team. Um, the Titans defense they can step up, but then again, they can be suspect sometimes. And Lamar right. Jackson, Lamar Jackson, he can take advantage of that. And as far as him handling pressure, I I, I think he can handle the pressure. I think he can handle the pressure. Yeah, we definitely gonna find out, but I'm, I'm gonna take the Ravens in this game. Now, um, here's a bonus question. All right, yeah. let's say the reverse thing happens. Let's say the Ravens somehow lose this game. Lamar Jackson, he plays okay or bad or whatever. Would this hurt him getting the MVP? No, because it's based on the regular season. Remember, he's already hit all those notches already as as an NFL quarterback during a regular season. So what if he doesn't make it as um um make it to the next round, the champion AFC championship due to the, due to this game, he's he did everything else during the regular season and that's what it's based off of. So who cares? Not who cares, but it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's just a question. <laughs> it's just a question to ponder. I, I'm I'm with you. Regular season is what matters here, as far as the MVP is concerned. We're not looking at the playoffs as a whole different beast. So he definitely deserved the MVP, and he should get the MVP whether he win or lose this game. So, Lamar Jackson, the MVP is yours. Don't at least you don't have to worry about that. And and you know that because so he just actually had a birthday this past week, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was Monday. Monday he turned twenty three. But at the time of the conclusion of the regular season, he was twenty two. So I think he's gonna be the young. He would be. He is or he will be the youngest um, MVP, NFL MVP. Yeah, he yeah he has a lot of history on the line too, and hopefully he can make it. Hopefully he yes. can make it. All right, so Ravens, don't let us down. Don't let us down. Right. <laughs> but if you do, you know it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like to keep my nice little playoff record going because oh, I, I don't know. I, I I pick well in the playoffs for some reason. I don't know why. But I'm actually not a great predictor. So if y'all about to base things off of me, don't do it. Y'all gonna lose all y'all money, so don't do it. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving on. Moving on to Sunday's action. The first game that's gonna be played on Sunday is gonna be between gonna be between the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. So for the Houston Texans, gotta happen for them. They linebackers and the defensive backs gotta step up in this game. In the first half against the Buffalo Bills, they were struggling. They were struggling. Josh Allen, he was hitting throws that I thought he was going to struggle to hit throughout the whole game. He was running on him, 17 yards. Of, I think he had he like was a 40. Like... Yeah, <laughs> he was all like <laughs> that. And I think he had like a 40-yarder against them too. And, you know, they, they made it scary. And they have to step up. They can't be missing tackles here. They cannot right. be missing tackles. Defense, the defensive uh, backs, they cannot be missing assignments. Because guess who you're going up against? You're going against the Kansas City Chiefs, who has a – 
much more better offense than the Buffalo Bills. You and got more Patrick, organized, right? Sure. Patrick, right? Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. you, you can't make you can't make too many mistakes mistakes against them. You can't do that. You got to right. be careful. And as far as the 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 Kansas City Chiefs defense got to make plays. Defense got, got my plays. What's what's been the knock on the Kansas City Chiefs despite their success? The defense. Everybody talk about how suspect their defense be. So they got to make plays. And I'm gonna be looking at Terrell Suggs, not to make plays, but to be a captain because he's been through this before. He has playoff knowledge, playoff experience. He's been through this before, so he has to be that uplifting player on defense and offensively. And they get some runs going. One of their running backs, uh, Williams or or Spencer Ware, somebody has to step up, take that pressure off Patrick Mahomes. I know Patrick Mahomes going to throw it all over the field or whatever, but make things easier for him. Make things easier for him because he has he has pressure on him too. Man, he's last year's MVP. He went to the AFC Championship game last year, lost to New England Patriots. This time around, they have um, a better team upgrades from last year and. They could be a Super Bowl. They are a Super Bowl contender, and some people expect them to get to the Super Bowl. Because remember, I think they did beat the Baltimore Ravens earlier this year. So I'm going to be looking for the Kansas City Chiefs defense and their running backs. And also, Andy Reid. Andy Reid got to win the big ones. He got to win the big ones. And it starts now. It starts now. That's what I'm going to be looking for. Uh, I think... To, to piggyback of um, the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, that defense needs to come correct and early. You know, you don't want – this is the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to wait till the latter part of the fourth quarter, a second half, to to put the brakes on them, if you will. You know what I'm saying? You need to step up. Um, and, I, and I actually go for both sides, for the Texans and for the, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs actually had a slow start coming in coming into the season, and if I'm not mistaken, they were, like, struggling to be about 500 or a little above 500. They, they record, their final record in the regular season wasn't, wasn't reflective of the struggles that they had earlier in the season. But um, I just believe that the, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they do have to prove some things, right? I mean, granted, they got to the AFC Championship last year, but now you got to do it again, right? You got to do it with pretty much the same personnel that you had before. Um, I'm expecting a, I'm, I'm expecting a pretty good game out of Patrick Mahomes. As far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, he's cleared, he's cleared to play. There's no injuries lingering or anything like that. Um, I want a big game out of him. Hmm. Uh, as far as the Houston Texans, y'all definitely can't. This ain't the Bills who the discombobulated Bills, okay? You know what I'm saying? Uh, the bill. This this is a more organized offensive o- offensive power in the in the Kansas City Chiefs. Slowing down, not uh, not scoring no points and and um allowing bus money points is not going to help them in, as well, right? Um, I want to see JJ Watt pull up. Don't give me no big old stack in the middle of the third. We need some stacks in the fourth quarter, right? Um, Deshaun Watson. Oh, I got his name right this time. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Uh, we need him to come out full force. He said in the last game, you know, somebody got to be great. Why not him? Well, why not you beginning in the in, a, in the beginning of the game? Let's get it started. Talk to him. Talk game, to all him. right. So this we can't lag. This is not a team that you want to lag. You, you got lucky with the Bills last last weekend. They ain't gonna luck ain't gonna be on your side. Um, 
But let's shout out to both the black quarterbacks, okay? In the divisional round, first of all. Like, you know, I want to see them both win, okay? They can't both win, but um, those are really the keys The keys to the game. Um, oh, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Let's get oh. him. He Ooh. needs to make these big, big, big plays. Uh, and and uh, again, in the beginning of the game, we cannot. They cannot be a second half team against the Chiefs because you ain't gonna make it, bro. That's just simple. I feel like in anybody for all the teams that are playing, you can don't don't wait till second half, bro. Don't do it because mm-hmm. you gonna be going home or staying home, whichever one it is. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, DeAndre Hopkins need to step up. He he had some key drops last last week at first, right? You know, the, they were they were they didn't score at all. So DeAndre Hopkins is definitely a big part of this. Um, Will Fuller, okay, how he going to be? He going to show up? He going to be healthy the whole game? He going to be alive and popping? That's, those are the, those, we need to make sure, they need to make sure that their key wide receivers, their key players in this game start out, out the gate. Don't come in their legs. Yeah. In the Chiefs. Oh, you're taking the Chiefs. You're taking the Chiefs. I was just about to bring that up, too, uh, about the Texans wide receivers. Um, um. I don't know if Will Fuller's going to play this week. I haven't heard anything. I'm going to go back and check on that. But they missed him last week. They missed him last week. Part of the reason why they struggled the first two and a half quarters or whatever is because DeAndre Hopkins was getting bodied at first, and nobody else was <laughs> nobody else was stepping up as far as wide receivers are concerned. And they're they going to need him down the stretch because they need more firepower. Yeah, they, they – they expose themselves against the Bills. They don't. They need somebody to run down the field, to run down the field, to be a flyer down the field. DeAndre Hopkins not really a flyer, but he'll. He's more of a possession wide receiver in my eyes. But uh, far- I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry to cut you up. Isn't me Nicole Harding? I think his name is Nicole. Isn't he on the Chiefs too? Uh, I believe so. Shoot, we done named like four or five different players on the Chiefs. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm picking the Chiefs to win, too. I'm picking them to win. Because <laughs> they just got more firepower. They just right. got more firepower. They they know they know what's up. They know what time it is. They know they can't be fumbling right now. And the Texans, the Texans, they, you know, they won. I appreciate their heart. I love their heart. But right. overall, they're a little bit suspect. So that's why I'm rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs. Kind of like a, a safe pick or a good pick to me. I'm looking to see what the young man's name Nicole Kansas City. Mm, hold on, give me one second. See if I can find this gentleman. Yeah, no, I was bringing up people being murdered. Never mind. So, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and when he went, hopefully, he gonna make sure I make a big statement on this game and make sure we don't forget it next week. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. All right. Last game. The game that you've been waiting for. Here we go. The Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks are traveling up to Lambeau Field and taking on the Green Bay Packers. Here we go. The Seattle Seahawks. What am I going to be looking for? I'm going to be looking for everything. Everything. They did not play well last week. They didn't. Now, I know the, the Philadelphia Eagles, they got a lot of heart. They play with a lot of heart. Josh McCown tried his best. The defense tried their best and everything. But the Seattle Seahawks should have took advantage of that. Yeah. I'm How surprised. 
Or you know the right. the, the close right. Josh McCown, forty years old, he ain't played in a minute, and you let him make some plays on you. You 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 keep everybody guessing and offense. Come on, what happened? What happened? Y'all got to take advantage of that. Y'all can't be you can't be playing like that in the playoffs. And the Packers, they this is not a team to do that against because the Packers when they hot, they hot. They you can't stop them. Now, as far as the Packers are concerned. I'm going to be looking at who's going to be that second wide receiver. Who's going to be that number two that's going to make plays. You got, we got, we got Devontae, Devontae Adams here, right? He's going to get a lot of attention. He's going to get a lot of attention. They're not going to let him get off. Who's going to be that next threat? I'm going to be looking at two people. One, Alan Lazard, six foot five, can catch the ball, red zone threat. Matter of fact, he he's been probably the most impressive outside of of, of Adams Aaron to me. Jones. Yes, and, oh, Aaron, and Aaron Jones coming out the backfield too. But and then I'm I'm going to call him out. I'm going to challenge him. This guy right here, I think you know who I'm talking about. Jimmy Graham, can you please show up this week? Show up. Where have you been, man? Show up this week. Where's the Jimmy Graham of old? We need we they need him. They need him. They need him to step up. Uh, and the defense, defense can't break. Cause Russell Wilson, he'll dice you up. He'll dice you up real nice. Serve you on on a gold platter, not a silver platter. Mm-hmm. They the linebackers gotta keep him in check. The the Smiths, the Smiths. Zadarius. Uh, uh, and uh Zadarius, yeah. Preston. They 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 gotta continue their great play. So that's what I'm gonna be looking for. For the Seahawks and the Packers, y'all ready for me? Cause I'm about to unload. All right, Let's go. So first of all, let's let me go. first of all, as a Packers fan, um, a superstition of mine: I don't like wearing any Packers gear before game day, mm. the week of the game. So, like last week, I did have the hat on because we didn't play, right? But this week, we play, and we the last game. Everybody's watching. We basically the Sunday night football game. So, first of all. I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't wear that. Right, number one. So there, there's so many things to dissect here, right? Well, let's first start with the Seahawks. The Seahawks are great. They're a resilient team, right? They have. They come this close to beating the 49ers, right? They did give the 49ers their first loss, right? So, so they know what they're doing, and they play them on the road. They play. They're pretty good on the road, and then they were undefeated, almost undefeated at home. But they playing in Lambo. Lambo's gonna be 25 degrees, 10% precipitation, okay? And it's gonna have a 25 degree uh 25 miles per hour wind chill. And they playing in Lambo. Oh. So it's gonna be cold over there in Lambo. You know what I'm saying? Um I am looking forward, just from a fan perspective, I am looking a fan of the game. I am looking to see how how Russell Wilson conducts his magic. How are you how is he going to Throw this ball against that D line. How is uh, and against the DBs? How is he going to fare? Is he going to still? He's still. He most likely he's still going to be Russell, right? But then, how are his wide receivers going to going to uh, going to fare? Tyler Lockett, D, DK Metcalf, and then we can't forget Marshawn Lynch as his mm-hmm. as the running back. But Marshawn is big. He's not. He's not taking twenty five carries. He's not taking hella carries like like Derrick Henry is or like. My boy Aaron Aaron Jones can take, you know what I'm saying? But he's a he's still a beast mode. He can still push that line, right? Um, 
their D line is needs to step up as well. Uh, well, continue to step up. Um, you know, they have the Davion Clowney, he's a force we reckon with. Uh KJ Wright gonna be playing. They have somebody that's gonna be, I think Mensa maybe, he's gonna be out, but um they need to run the ball. As we both know, and as the whole world knows, my Packers are susceptible to the run. So if they have the running game going against the Packers, they have they they they're pretty good. All right. So that's Seahawks. Now, as far as my Packers are concerned, you had mentioned that you want to see something out of Jimmy Graham. I'm done with Jimmy Graham. We're oh, not resigning him. Oh, We're not resigning him. He, I didn't Jimmy. see nothing. We had 17 weeks for something to happen to Jimmy Graham. Ain't nothing pop off, and, and there's, there's no smoke, so therefore there's no fire, okay, with Jimmy Graham. So that's that. I actually thought you were going to say Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers, but he's been mediocre. At first, he was pretty good. He had those, those, those certain games over the course of the regular season where he popped out against the Raiders, against the Chiefs. But towards the end, it was just like, all right, we getting through. It's being, we being ugly with our wins, right? I believe that this is the playoff. Aaron Rodgers need to get his, is on his, Aaron Rodgers alone is on his second path, or another path, rather, to go get a second Super Bowl ring. He cannot be passive, mediocre, mild, mid, if you will, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. He can't. We, we can't have that. You know what I'm saying? This is playoff football. Aaron Rodgers, I need him to be Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what kind of funk he was in or whatever the case may be, but I need him to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones. I need Aaron Jones to step up again. I mean, not even step up. I mean, because he, he did phenomenal this this year, right? But I want to see how he's going to be now here in the playoffs because you know he's going to be a heavy role. You know what I mean? Um, After that, Alan Lazard. He's been very big for us, and I think he need, we need to continue that momentum. That's a great target for Aaron, and we need we need more. Speaking of needing more, I need more from Devontae Adams too. It's been a it's been a pretty low year for him. I haven't I haven't really heard a lot of noise from him this entire year. A lot of it's been uh, based around these other players, Aaron Jones, Lazard, and the like. So I need to see him step up too. Um, I saw a couple things on the internet talking about the matchup between DK Metcalf and then Kevin King. I'm a realist. I'm also a fan, a fan rather, of the Packers. And I'm not really sure why they're talking about that matchup. Because granted, I think he might have six uh he, meaning Kevin King, has six interceptions throughout this throughout the year or something like that. And our defense is pretty good. We always create turnovers, right? Um, but uh Metcalf's a pretty big and solid boy. I don't know. And Kevin, Kevin King, he's been injured a couple times this year. Um, he's not really a Huge safety, you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm going to still have faith. Um, Akisa, our game from the perspective of the Packers, we need the defense to step up. That D-line need to go at him the whole entire time. The D-line need to go go at uh, Russell Westbrook, you know, bully him, okay? Get around the corner. Get around that. That's why we have – that's why we invested so much money in the offseason on the defense. That This is this is the part where they need to really make their money, right? They need to, that's where they need to make their money. Online, do what you can. Just don't make that boy Jadavion Clowney hurt my boy Aaron Rodgers because it's gonna be a problem. Okay, that's that's where I stand. Um, you know, you know the the O line has been doing what they can right. Most of the time, most of the time where Aaron did get sacked, they got around after a hole or um just or, or he tried to scramble and he got caught up. Right? Nah. I don't need none, we don't need none of that this time. So um, it's gonna be a good matchup. Um, of course, I'm proud of my Packers. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I'm gonna be front and center, 7:40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I know I said a lot, but I've been thinking about this entire game. I know a lot of people actually, Stacey, who've been talking about how the Seahawks are the Seahawks are a momentum and the, the Seahawks is this and Seahawks that. Listen, just don't be salty because your Patriots lost, okay? Don't be trying to choose the opposite team because your Patriots lost, all right? Call out everybody that called out the damn Seahawks. I'm taking my Packers. Um, it should be a pretty good game. It should be a pretty good game, but I do see my Packers moving on to the next round, period. Yes, and um, uh, before I make my pick, I do want to say that part of the uh, Seahawks struggles last week, they was missing, like, a great chunk of their um, offensive line. And the offensive line, especially um, um, Dwayne Brown, is expected to return. So that could work out well for Russell Wilson. But I'm taking the Packers as well. Just because I just don't trust... Yeah, that's what you should have said first. What did you say first? I just don't trust the Seahawks. I just don't trust them. They they like the most wild card wild they're all wild card team but they like the most wild factor here like like I said last week they could play great and then they could play just like I, they played last week in Philly right right so it just I don't know what I'm getting because no you're right because like the Seahawks if you look at all their scores of the game of their games pretty much nothing has been a blowout for real none of them has been a blowout it's either been or when they, I think when they lost actually to the Ravens, I think I'm, I'm not mistaken. But all their wins and losses have been within within one score. You don't know what kind of Seahawks team you're gonna get. Are you gonna get a Seahawks team that play up to up to the level, the standards of the Eagles and then and then the uh, Cardinals towards the end of the season? I mean, that's also a divisional opponent. But still, are are you gonna play against? Are you gonna play up to that level, or are you gonna play up to the standard of the 49ers? Like, which one are you gonna get? Honestly, I hope I get the ones that they play like the Cardinals. Like, I'm, I'm cool. Pull it out. <laughs> like, play like that. They don't matter me none. You know what I mean? Um, but you're exactly right. But the thing about it is, like, it's kind of, it's kind of, it makes you. They might makes you. They do make you scratch your head, right? Because like y'all played, y'all one of y'all wins is against the 49ers, who are the best record in in in, in the NFL. Gave them their first loss. Made them 11 and 1. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it, it's a, it should be a good game. All yeah, I'm going to in that game, I'll tell you that. I'm going to be right, yo, say somebody texting you. I'm going to be <laughs> at everybody. In my head. I'm a, I can't talk to nobody during that game. Like, you know, I can't interact with the people on, online and stuff like that because I'm going to be hot headed and I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I did get a new shirt for the game, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cool, cool. All right, before we before we go, uh, one last question. We asked this last week about Drew Brees. If he captures another title, will he be the GOAT or at least in that conversation? The answer for that is no, because he don't have the title. So we always the next year for that. Now, Aaron Rodgers, remember, he has one ring, and it's been a long time since he's been to the Super Bowl, just like Drew Brees. And people consider Aaron Rodgers to be perhaps the most talented quarterback to ever enter the league. So, if he gets his second ring, will he be in the GOAT conversation? I'm going to let you go first and answer that question. All right. I think that his GOAT status will be more solidified if he gets his second ring. Like I just said, he's considered the most talented quarterback 
or amongst the most talented quarterbacks we have ever seen in NFL history. He has the stats. We all know him as that bad man dubbed by Stephen A. Smith. But like we said last week for Drew Brees, one ring is not going to get it done. And he hasn't been in the Super Bowl for a long time, despite all his accolades and his talent. Get that multiple ring, get another ring, and especially this year where everybody calling you the most ugliest 13-3 and team of all time. Even though you're 13-3, nobody really believes you, and you come through and you win the Super Bowl. Me, it's yes, he's going to enter that GOAT conversation with, you know, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Tom Brady. Uh... Like we discussed last week, when we discussed the criteria of entering a GOAT conversation, we already concluded that you do need more than one ring. So any quarterback that only has one ring, they need to have an additional ring or ring to enter that conversation. That quarterback will always be recognized as that quarterback that could have, would have, but didn't, right? We don't want to be that. Um, that quarterback will always be recognized as that per- that quarterback with one ring and then all these other accolades. We know that to be considered a GOAT in any sport, you need to have more than one championship ring. Um, so that's where I stand on that. All right, all right. So, Aaron, the pressure's on. Can you get ring number two? Can you do it for Natasha? Can you do it for Natasha? <laughs> And Jadavian Clowney better watch your head. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, that was the end of our episode, the divisional round matchups. If you you didn't notice, we picked all four of the home teams and the higher seeds to win. And I want my good playoff record to continue. I know you want to get out of being 500. So come through for us. Come through for us. Come through for us. And we we expecting great games. It's going to be exciting. You go ahead. You got some. Let me ask, Oh, yeah. I want to ask you a question. You just mentioned that we, yeah. chose, we chose all home teams, right? Right. We agreed on all these games, too. Mm-hmm. Top of that. Yeah. If you could, like, I know we agreed on those teams. I know we chose all home teams. But if you can choose one game, one game. That could be the ultimate upset. Which one is it? The ultimate upset? Well, the ultimate upset, if you look at the matchups, would be the Texas winning. That would be the ultimate upset right there. That would that would that would be the one that would be that would get under my skin. Like, really? Cheese, really? The other ones, like the Seahawks, the, the Titans, and the Vikings, I see them having a good shot of winning. But then they don't pick another team. But I can see them have a good shot, and I can see the reasons why they'll win that game. But not the Texans. Not the Texans. Mm, okay. I, you know, I was just thinking about all the matchups, all the matchups, and I agree that one. That one would be a real upset. And I, 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 I trust that you chose the Texans because that's probably a realistic one, as opposed to one that's not so realistic between the Titans and the Ravens. Now you know about all those picks. If the Ravens lost to the Titans, everything going to be flames. That's the one that's like everybody going to be flames. Everybody's going up in flames. I don't know how they, who they going to tear up and how they going to do it. But that's the, that's the one I, I think that'd be the ultimate upset. That's just me. Yeah, yeah, that one. I was considering that one too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good pick. But, <laughs> but we're gonna be watching the divisional games closely and.
next time around when we come back we're gonna be talking about the conference finals but until next time i am your host stacy card the second find me on twitter at daphne mac i'm the co-host number two natasha player Sign out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see y'all next week. We'll see y'all next week.